Hello and welcome to our final Instech London podcast of 2019. It's been a, a pretty hectic year on all fronts, so I hope you can have a chance to take a break, uh, get a breather and be ready, refreshed for 2020. For us, we've had a lot going on. We've released 43 podcasts this year, been doing weekly episodes since April. As you may have noticed, we are now covering both edited highlights from our events as well as my longer interviews with some of the industry leaders from insurance and technology and also of course the occasional partners chats. So this week Robin and I caught up and reflected on what the highlights have been for 2019, some of the shifts and trends we're seeing across the industry and what we're looking forward to in 2020. Now of course none of this would be possible and certainly not as fun without you as a vital member of the community. And we really appreciate your support, whether that's just listening to our podcast as you go about your daily activities or turning up and cheering on our guests at our events. Maybe you've even spoken there or you're just following us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Thank you. You'll get some hints of what we've got coming up in the next few months and a few moments. But of course, to keep up to date with what is going on, uh, what we think you'll find interesting and other topics of relevance in the world of insurance technology and insurtech, then please do sign up for our newsletter and catch up with our regularly updated website, www.instec.london. What have been the highlights for you, either with what we've been doing at Instec or more broadly across the industry? I think indisputably the biggest thing that happened to Intertech in 2019 was a profound change in the nature of our corporate members. We started life trying to help startups. We sought some subsidy from, from the insurers. Uh, but this year, uh, it seemed to me that big tech took decisive moves into the innovation uh, uh, arena. Uh, if you told me at the start of the year that NASDAQ, uh, Guidewire, Verisk, that we'd be having meaningful conversations with MasterCard about events, Google about events. Uh, those are big companies with big budgets hovering in and around the innovation disruption space. I think that's the biggest thing that came out of 2019. Yeah, this discussion about what is InsurTech and what is not InsurTech always starts to get a bit redundant, doesn't it? Is now anybody working with insurance uh, or in insurance has got technology is relevant. We still welcome the startups. We've had some great people we've had along. We still do our our uh, sort of pay forward model and welcome people for free but increasingly as you say uh, there's some very interesting things going on with those larger organizations and frankly we we do rely on them to enable us to keep the community going and have had some really good support well, if you look at in Verisk's website they use the expression in short tech you know time and time again and and they're you know uh, billions and billions of pounds worth of uh, market capitalization so so it's no longer something uh, that replies to three people in a bed set in terms of the um, wider insurtech scene, what would you have as your 2019 um, kind of highlights? Well, I think we are starting to see that you know, sort of class of 2016 when the term was first coined, started off, weren't known. You're now starting to really see make themselves making a presence. I mean, most recently, we saw Andy Yeoman, CEO and founder of Consirus, being listed as number two. In, I think it was a top 100 people to watch in marine and as we both know you know marine underwriting for many years has been seen as one of the 
sort of maybe slowest moving when it comes to innovation. So they've made really good headway. They've got some clients on board. They've got a really strong team in there. And we could probably name five, six, seven more companies like that that are really starting to make, to make a difference. So it's really encouraging to see this has moved around probably just from the sort of stories around funding into some real client relationships. I think there's been a shakeout in um, determining who's really good and who's not. I think if you started a business three or four years ago and you've got something to offer, you're now able to raise significant amounts of money. I think Zigo raising 40 million, we've seen this morning, uh, WeFox raising 100 million uh, uh, in Germany to come and start in the UK. Eigen Technologies, 30 million a couple of months ago. You know, I think there are people still struggling to raise small amounts and, and, they, and you know, that's a sort of sign of the times. If you get past a certain point, you're going to raise a lot of money and you can make a big difference with that uh, sort of level of funding. Yeah, excellent to see a combination of decent funding and the clients as well. So you've been spending a bit of time in the life and health space. Uh, I couldn't make it, unfortunately, but by all accounts, you held an excellent dinner. Uh, and I know we've got some things going on for next year. We're actually carving out a separate life and health track alongside the property and casualty. Uh, perhaps useful to hear a few words about what you've got lined up. So for us at Instech London, life and health is going to be a huge part of what we do next year. It's a little bit behind PNC. It's catching up. There's a new energy in life and health. They're really struggling with how to use digital engagement models, use the extra data sets that come with that. Um, they know they need help. They've got the same legacy tech issues that PNC has got. I just feel there's an energy and excitement as we can do in that area that we would love to spend more time in it and, and, and connect with the right people. Does that mean we're going to be see you wearing an Apple Watch this year to measure your steps and uh, gamify your health improvement? No, I've put it on my dog. Maybe there's some research to be done on uh, the, the insurability of um, people who've lived a certain lifestyle over long enough and, and, and maybe I could be a sort of pricing guinea pig of some kind. You've put together a program for the whole of 2020. What's that looking like? I think we're more organised than we've ever been in our lives before. Well, not as more organised, but actually getting support. So we've got about 50 events coming up. Now, of course, we're more than just events, but it is a very important part of what we're doing. As you said, we've got our events now not as booked up, but paid up until June, although we do still have a space in February. Uh, it might go soon. I think, Robin, you've got someone lined up for that. But anybody listening who would like to do an event with us, uh, you know, let us know pretty soon. But we've got our events until June. Uh, Robin, I can see you desperate to tell us who you've got lined up for that. Well, I think I want to illustrate the changing nature of our community. So January is about the future of payments with MasterCard. I don't think I could find anyone better to do that with. I'm going to be sneaky and make a prediction that we will do something in Feb with Google. In March, we've got Motor. We're going to look at uh, lessons to be learned from what's happening in Motor. Uh, and then I think you take over the organization after that. Yeah, so April, we are doing a look at what's happening in, in property and exposure, thanks to E2 Valley, who are one of our gold sponsors for this year. Uh, then May, we've got Complex lined up. We're still working out what the best topics for that are going to be. And we're delighted, just uh, really fresh off the press, actually, to have Lloyd's uh, sponsoring us for an event in June. They've also become a member. And we'll be releasing my interview with uh, Trevor Maynard, who heads up innovation at Lloyd's on Sunday, talking about what's going on in the Lloyd's lab. You may have heard already some of the interviews we've had with people in there. And it seems to really be getting into its stride. So uh, really, uh, really looking forward to some doing some more work with Lloyd's around, uh, around the lab. Well, I don't think we started 
podcasts until uh, earlier in 2019, and they've become one of our um, biggest hits this year, which is all drowned to you. I was initially very skeptical. I'm very much converted now. Um, as Mr. Podmeister, what did you think? How did you review 2019? What lies ahead 2020? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe in our own way, we've also been responsible for helping people get through their exercise because we seem to have a very healthy community of people who've been telling me that they listen to listen to our interviews uh, whilst they go for a run in the gym or, I guess in your case, in, in the car. But we've had some fantastic guests, some really good feedback. You know, for those that haven't come across them, we're really looking at talking to people out there who are making the decisions about who to work with from insurers, some very senior people there, including Sean Ringstead from Chubb, James Slaughter from Liberty, Michelle Williams from Alliance, and you have some really helpful insights about you know, the types of areas they're looking for help with, how do people contact them, they've all been good enough at the end of the interview to reveal their details about how to find them, uh, but also talking to some of the companies that have actually, or the, you know, the founders and CEOs have actually been working at it from the other end and what they've been doing. So it's just, you know, it's been really fascinating to dig into that. People are very happy, I think, as part of what characterizes this whole community, very happy to share their stories for better or worse, worth worse and you know it's keen from, for it to be a better place for everybody so we'll be doing more of that the coming year also looking at opening up a little more of a theme about how to so uh, you know, how to raise funding uh, how to grow your own business you know so other areas that are focusing really are some real sort of real um, education pieces and on the education part uh, we're also uh, working just now with the Chartered Insurance Institute and we are uh, looking at getting certified next year as an accredited uh, continual professional development organization and that means that anybody turning up who is with insurers can actually use turning up at our events to uh, get part of their annual requirement for uh, CPD training which would be fantastic. I would be um, absolutely astonished to think that anyone would come to an event and hear me speak and actually get CPT points thrown into the bargain. That would be uh, a moment in time for me, something to tell my grandchildren around. Um, and my teachers uh, would be incredibly uh, surprised and ecstatic about the news. Um, I, I don't want to lose sight in all this. My, you know, my theme at the moment is bigger and bigger companies, but we, we never lose sight of the fact that uh, we have a role to play in helping startups. We've seen um, more and more of them, uh, you know, both in the life and health, which is very active right now. Um, uh, and we still encourage anybody who's got a, 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 you know, at any stage, a smart idea, raising funding, um, needs capacity, come and talk to us. Uh, you know, there's a limit to how much time we have, but uh, we have a big community now. And we can link the right people up. Uh, and I now think um, we've seen so many people and seen so many pitch decks that we're having to put a little bit of science around uh, keeping that knowledge in one place. That was another of your initiatives during the year. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And we've got a couple of things going on there. I mean, yeah, even with your enormous brain, we're sort of reaching the point we can't keep it all in our head of who we've seen and what is going on. So we've been working away on our knowledge base in the background, tracking everyone we've seen, and also tracking some of their sort of vital statistics that you may not find elsewhere, including things such as who they're working with. And you know, in, in also, very importantly, how do people actually connect to technology, how they all fit together. So we'll be revealing that later in 2020, working on some betas with some of our clients. But yeah, increasingly, you know, whilst the events are still a very important part of what we do, 
we're sort of recognizing and building on the conversations that happen outside of the events. Or, you know, a lot of those, as you said, happen and we only hear about them later. It's incredible how many people we come across who have found partners, capacity, employees, all sorts of things at our events. And I think sometimes, Robin, we forget that even just you know, the, the chance to give somebody a microphone and stand up for 60 seconds and talk about what they're doing at the end of the event, it actually can result in some really significant changes for people. And if nothing else, just a chance sometimes for people for the first time to get up and talk to 200 people uh, about what they're doing. And that in itself is a really valuable exercise. So I, I, I suspect we only see half of what goes on. And you know, the, as we keep going, we're going to hear more and more success stories across the market. And as you say, increasingly, we are seeing some fantastic companies coming to us to get some either informal advice or more direct introductions to the organizations that we know are looking for people looking for funding. No, I, uh, a feedback we often get is that the most fun part of our events is the shout outs at the end. Uh, I think that's something we can spend more time on. Uh, I like this idea that we've talked about uh, having a capacity corner, as I call it, uh, the ability for anyone seeking to c- capacity to come and have the microphone for a minute or two and, and put out a shout out that we would help them publicised. I think that's an idea that's got uh, legs. And I think the last thing we did in 2019 was get our recruitment business up and running. It feels like it's got uh, substance now. It's well organised. We seem to have found a lot of roles. Um, by far the most important ones we've got out there right now are, are our own, aren't they? Uh, um, we, we, we need a few more people. Yeah, well, as we've, as we've got Simon here now helping us with our podcast, who's joined us recently, uh, we can only... We, you know, we, not much we would, would say more than just we get fantastic quality of people coming in we've got somebody else joining us in january we're definitely building up the team so yeah as you said anybody interested in uh finding people or if you're looking for a job and want our help to find it then you can contact robin and i and we'll direct you to uh to our recruitment side of the business but no that's been going well and we've got great plans for that next year as well my last thought for 2019 is back to uh, the expression i've used time time again and which will um, be our t-shirt this was, the, this was the year of digital lipstick on a legacy pig. It was still digitizing bits, but subject to too much legacy tech and actually a little bit too much legacy thinking. Uh, and I, my New Year's resolution and, and what I hope will come out of 2020 is that we start to do more pure digitization and that we we can um, prod a stick at our uh, legacy pig once and for all. So this year we're crowdsourcing the, uh, the uh, tagline for the T-shirt. So I think, Robin, what you're setting the challenge is next year you want to you basically change the entire environment so you no longer need to have a, a legacy pig on your T-shirt. You want something fresh and young and uh, you know, change the market for this time next year. Oh, to put it another way, you know, we're going the whole hog uh, with our digital engagement model. Well, I think with that, we'll let you have the last word on that one. And thank you to everybody who's listening to us and has listened through all the podcasts and given us some really great feedback. We really appreciate it. Of course, if you like this and want to share it and rate it, we really appreciate that. And we'll be running a couple more podcasts this year and running into next year with our, our continuing our weekly series. Thank you, Robin.